One of the stars of New Zealand racing returned to the brand new Allersley track on the weekend. It was a 1,400 metre race. And I speak of a mare that cost 90000 at the Karaka Yilling sales by Prazia. This was the closing stages, and then we'll speak to the trainer. As they sprint for home at the 300, Packing Rockstar joined by Sacred Satono. Two lengths away, Legato looks to warm up. Then sharp and smart, followed by Wild Knight to Vera and Amuse Moi. Sacred Satono, but here she comes. Here comes Legato. She ranged up, took a bow peep at Sacred Satono and said, I'll see you later. And she is back and back big time class. Legato won it second over with Sacred. Yeah, Ken Kelso is joining us. She's now won eight from 11. Legato, as I mentioned, she's by Prazia. $90,000. And of course, Prazia is the sire of so many good horses. His, his fee is $70,000. Former stablemate Levante, of course. Prowess, uh, Dark Destroyer. A horse called Pierre Wytak, who won a big race only a few weeks ago. Uh, Belle Plazia, a soldier boy. The list goes on and on. Ken Kelso, good morning, Ken. Morning, Steve. That was pretty painless, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was a nice uh, nice uh, barrier trial, I suppose, for her, leading up to the crack of million. She was a little bit sluggish out of the gates, but Ryan ended up getting her basically one out and one back. Yeah, she's always been a fraction tardy, but uh, got her in a nice spot. and uh, uh, She sort of always goes through that bit of a flat spot, you know, around about the 600, but rode through it and she sort of accelerated away in the straight so no it was pleasing and the second horse that she put a gap in late snow slouch it's a sacred satono and she had a lot less weight uh yeah she's going 58 and um she wasn't very well off the weights but well, she actually was because uh it was a 60 minute 60 uh max top weight but with uh sharp and smart in the field water back to 58 so uh it was probably uh, a help that he was there, but um, no, it was a pleasing result. The fact she was a bit fresh, what was her temperament like pre-race and around at the gates on the weekend, Legato, there at Allersley? No, she was good. She's uh, improved. I mean, she's had two trips to Australia now, and uh, she's getting better and better in that department. So, uh, no, she's just kept improving all the way. We've had a trouble-free preparation this time in. Uh, touch wood, everything's gone well, and so uh, it's somewhat and upwards for a couple of weeks. Mm. Ken, what did you make of the new surface at Allersley? Well, I walked it actually when we arrived on the course, and I was actually commented to one or two people, uh, the officials there, they're very firm to walk on. Um, they assured me that uh, the jockeys don't say that, and it doesn't ride like that, but to walk on and dig your heel, and it is quite firm, but... Uh, no, the jockeys all, no one said that the track was too firm. They all said that the horses bounced off it. So that was the pleasing side of it. And uh, Ryan reported when he came back that she loved the track. So, uh, no, it's um, credit to Auckland Racing Club. They've done a great job. Uh, been under a lot of stress. We've had a lot of wet weather through the period. And, uh, no, it looks like it's going to be a fantastic surface and um, big asset to Northern Racing. Yeah, I said the last 600 overall was a tick over 34 in that race. Yeah, I mean, earlier on I thought it was, uh, the rail was out 7 metres too, so I thought it might have, the first couple of races looked like it might have been on by fires, but then they started to run on, so I think it was just probably the tempo of the races, but uh, 
No, everyone was very complimentary on the track and the surface, so that's good. What sort of grass is it? We've been talking about our Gold Coast track, Magic Millions, of course. It, it's racing really well. Only a couple of meetings back, that was the third on the weekend with the Kaikuyu grass. What sort of surface did they put down there? Uh, Stratia. Um, Stratia surface, so I assume it's the same as Mooney Valley. So. Yeah, thus the draining so well. Yeah, well, I mean, we can probably say goodbye to uh, slow down or might go out to slow I suppose in the winter months but I don't think we'll get a heavy track at Ellerslie again, it's fantastic draining um, and uh, sort of you know like the Strathair tracks the Hong Kong and that yeah they get a little bit of cut in, it in the winter months but um, no it's always provides a good surface. So what race is she going to take a place in on the big Karaka Millions night, Jan 27? Uh, Four-year-old Elson Park, four-year-old Karaka uh, race, uh, million-dollar race. Um, so we'll target that, uh, which is a couple of weeks' time on the 27th. And then we'll probably look to step her up over 2,000 metres in the Herbie Dyke to Group 1 at Tirapa a couple of weeks after that. And there's some quite big bonuses on offer. I think there's a $600,000 bonus for any horse with the nose points that runs in... Uh, Thorndon, either the Thorndon or the Karaka Million four-year-old, the Herbie Dyke and the Bone Crusher. So we've got a few attractive options coming up. Yeah, that's a mile, as you mentioned. Um, it's called the A-Tiaroa Classic, is it? Million bucks. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A-Tiaroa Classic. And then the older horses. What about Sydney during the autumn period at this stage? No, we'll, we'll probably look to go back to Melbourne. I think we... Um, love to get her back to Flemington. Um, she sort of really appreciated that track, big roomy track. So we'll, um, after the Herbie Dyke, we'll assess things, see where we're at, and maybe the best probably option for her would be the Australian Cup at Flemington. 2,000 metres, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? It's never been to that trip before. No, and you never know until you try it. Um, the way she races, I've always thought that, um, you know, that would probably suit her, um, the way she relaxes in her races and gets home. So I'm looking forward to getting her over 2,000 metres. I've always thought that might have been her go. And, um, so it'll be interesting, but as I say, you never really know until you go to do it. So uh, if we safely through the AOTRO Classic, we'll target the uh, Herbie Dyke at Tirapa which is a track that she's won on a couple of times before, so uh, that's a good option as well. And then you're taking on the older heads there as well too. Sorry? You're taking on the older horses there as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you'll get sharp and smart and horses like that. And, uh, yeah, but she's four-year-old now, so she's weight for age, so she comes into the pretty good weight for age. Yeah, and what did you make of the Golden Eagle run behind the Japanese Oben Barame? Oh, I just forgot about it. She was dead when she jumped. I mean, she was very slow away. Uh, got back. Um, looked to be on pace bias. I think, you know, the horse in front probably made a, he made an error and probably should have tacked onto the back of the Japanese horse and maybe got a run through the inside, but uh, lifted the hook out. And the sectionals were actually very good. They were second to uh, the winner. So, but, you know, she was... You couldn't uh, get back and get to the outside and run on and 
I thought she ran on quite fairly, so we just put a line through that. And re jockeys when she comes to Australia, is it too early to say? Too early to say at this stage? Yeah, but uh, we'll work that, work that out as we go along. Yeah, but, Michael uh, D's ridden of those two in Australia, hasn't he? The Guineas win and, and then in the Eagle. Yeah, that's correct. And, yeah. Uh, He's been in the frame too, so uh, yeah, be um, we'll, we'll, a lot of water to go into the bridge between now and then, Steve. We've got to get through uh, two, or maybe three races here. You know, money's quite attractive now too, so uh, you know, with the bonuses they're putting up, we've got a million dollar race. The Herbie Dykes, uh, I think about five hundred, and, uh, and with the bonuses as well. So uh, our prize money is really ramped up. At the and Tintane's taken over, so uh, you know we'll target those sort of races and then look safely through that. Uh, we'll look to bring her over to Melbourne, hopefully. Yeah, we're heading to our new, the, the Derby meeting, Derby Day with Ambassador Travel. We've got about 40 people with us. Brian Martin's coming along in a big group. Are you going to be there on Derby Day when you have representation? Derby Day here? Yes, at Ellerslie, yeah. Um, oh, I haven't looked that far ahead. Okay, um, well, hopefully. You have a runner there and we can catch up. Yeah. Oh, are you coming over? Yeah, we're coming over to a, a big big team, big group with us, about 40 people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, at this stage I'm not quite sure what we've got. Okay. Um, yeah. And just with Levante, how's she going in the breeding barn? Any news there? Yeah, no, safely in Boulder Schnitzel. Uh, saw a video over the other day. It looked amazing. Uh, safely in foal. Uh, we'll have an early foal, all going well. So, uh, no, she's um, taken to life as a, a brood mare very well, and um, everyone at Darrow Field seems quite happy. So, uh, be quite exciting. Absolutely. She went over a million dollars, 12 races. Thanks, Ken. Good, Steve. Good to talk to you, mate. Ken Kelso telling us about Prazia, one of the stars of New Zealand racing. She's probably the second highest rated horse now. Uh, in New Zealand, I would think, behind the star Imperatriz. But, yeah, basically not the best out. Got into a great spot. Wasn't a big field. Seven runners there. One out, one back. Ryan Elliott, who's cool as a cucumber, as we know. Um, as King Ted, she hits that flat spot. Sagrid Satano, um, shot clear. And Legato, just with the 58, just took a while to wind up, fresh up, and then but overpowered them, particularly that last 150, really strong, and he throttled her down on the line. Uh, to win by a margin of two. And there was a gap between uh, Sacred Satano and Sharp and Smart of two and a half. And Sharp and Smart, everyone was potting him, saying that uh, his future looks um, grim, given a, a very lacklustre barrier trial a couple of weeks ago where he looked plain. But uh, uh, Rogerson, Rogersons would be happy with that, uh, even though he's beaten four and a half. We know he's better over ground. He box-seated, had his chance, but he stuck on all right there. So... Lovely to see him uh, bounce back or be competitive as he gets up over longer, sharp and smart.